The Real Estate Sessions is sponsored by AdWorks. AdWorks makes digital advertising brilliantly simple. Choose your zip code and build your brand. Enter an address and promote your listings. Or upload your list and stay top of mind with your sphere of influence. And if you go to adworks.com slash billrisser, you'll do more than just build brand awareness or nurture your network. Right now, you get to save 15% off your purchase, and I get to send 10% to the Colon Cancer Alliance, an organization that means a great deal to me. That's adworks.com slash Bill Risser. And people get so wrapped up with the idea that their video has to be perfect and that they have to edit it down that they don't do it because they're so scared. And it's, you know, I teach my girlfriends, you know, that are other real estate agents and mortgage brokers. I just take out the damn phone and shoot something, you know, I'm like, it's not that hard. And you can use that content. Welcome to the Real Estate Sessions, where industry leaders share their stories and offer tips and advice to real estate professionals. Now your host, Bill Rissa of Fidelity National Title in Tampa, Florida. Welcome to episode 85 of the Real Estate Sessions podcast. That's right, we're, we're 15 away from 100. I'm still trying to figure out who that guest will be. If you've got any ideas, let me know, send them my way. But I'm really excited for today's guest. We've had a lot of high energy people on the show before, but, but I think our guest today might be right up there with the, the highest of high energies we've had. This is, I'm talking about Sue Pinky Benson, uh, or maybe you know her as Pinky Nose Naples. Uh, there's a couple of other things that she calls herself. She is amazing with what she's doing, branding herself uh, to her community, and, and her video work has really been fun to watch. I've done a lot of watching of it in the last few months. So I'm really excited to have her here. Sue, welcome to the podcast. Ah, oh, geez, thank you. What an, what an introduction. It makes me sound so awesome. <laughs> like, I don't know if high energy or crazy. My husband probably would say I'm more crazy than I am high energy. But if you want to call it high energy, we'll go with it. I want to lead off with your, I call it a social object. I think I borrowed that word from Jeff Turner, of all people. But the fact that you branded yourself as Sue Pinky Benson and Think Pink and, and Pinky Nose Naples and the colors, the bright, colorful pinks that you wear. Um, how, did, how did that come about and, and, and how did you make that your thing? Well, let's see. It kind of was, it was a, um, it was, it, it just came to me in a moment. There was a couple of different ways that it happened. I would say, first of all, if you've ever seen Legally Blonde with Reese Witherspoon, she, I, I love that movie. And it was, you know, she always does everything in her signature color of pink. And I, I really kind of thought, well, that's a really cool way of doing things. Then at the same time, I was in my office and there were, I literally think there were like five Susans because something in our DNA, if your name is Susan, you have to go and get your real estate license. It's like some sort of obligatory, I I don't know. They just have to be in real estate. And so that people would call in, buyers would call in buyers are lucky if they know their own names and they would call in and they'd say, Oh, my real estate agent uh, is Sue. And there was like a Sue P and a Sue Z and a Sue K. And I'm like, how are they going to know it's me? So initially it started with, okay, we're, we're going to have colors to represent because I was part of a team. So I said, you, I'll be pink and you be green. And, you know, and then it just kind of evolved with the, the legally blonde inspired. And then I started wearing these big pink hats and, and that's like, I was in a very small market at the time. So that really stuck out were these pink hats. And then, then it became the pink lady of real estate. And, and then finally it's just kind of dumbed down to pinky. I love it. You, you, you know, you, you really represent Naples like no one else. And, and my first, my first question is, are you a native of Naples? No. So I'm where, where, where did you grow up? Well, right where you're sitting in Clearwater, St. Pete. Okay. So Florida native. 
well, by transplant. I have family in Cleveland, and I came down here. I was like three, four years old. So I, I don't know what snow is. I know what sand is. I have no idea what snow is. So that you know, Florida by by nature, I guess, is the best. I you know by by my own record, I guess is that the right word? Yeah, and and you definitely uh, love the West Coast, obviously of Florida. Mm-hmm. You never, you really haven't left it since. Uh, no, no. I actually, I grew up in Clearwater Beach. Um, I got married, as I was telling you, in St. Petersburg. Um, but I went to high school at Clearwater High, and then I graduated. I went to Florida Southern, which is a great college out in Lakeland. I earned my mouse years at Disney World while I was working in college. And then I went, once I graduated there, I lived in Fort Myers and worked at a TV station. And then I went to Tampa, and I worked at the Fox station in Tampa. And then I became a real estate agent in Brooksville, Spring Hill area. And then I moved to Naples. So, yeah. You'd say West Coast, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, along up and yeah. down the West Coast. So, so like many realtors that I've interviewed on the podcast, you know, being a realtor wasn't on your radar in high school. You weren't really like ready to go be a realtor when you got done with school. What are school. you talking about? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. No, my, my passion was I wanted to be on the news. I wanted to be the news anchor. I wanted to be the reporter. I wanted, I had this thing. I thought maybe my dad might pay attention to me because he loved the news so much. I thought maybe if I was in front of the camera, then he would hear what I had to say. But the funny thing was I still was on the news and he still didn't hear me. I don't know. <laughs> so, so were you actually an on-air personality? I was. Um, I did a lot of the behind the scenes in Fort Myers. I did a lot of producing. Um, And then when I went to uh, Tampa, I did a lot of um, behind the scenes producing for the consumer news. Um, And then eventually I did get my chance to go in front of the camera. And I did stories that were real riveting, but I love them. They were about like how to have a successful garage sale or, you know, how to be fashionable on a dime, you know, things that people I feel like resonate to, you know, you don't want to hear the negative news all the time. And I really enjoyed doing those segments, like, you know, what to do with your dog when you're pregnant and I was I was like nine months pregnant teaching my dog tricks to like you know get them used to having a baby in the house and I just thought that those were stories that you know a lot of people could relate to instead of oh there's a fire or there's a horrible thing going on in the other part of the world so I enjoyed it a lot you know just finding that out about you for the first time right now obviously this just flows nicely into what you're doing (laughs) currently in Naples we're going to get to that but but I want to kind of find out what was that you know, for everyone that got into real estate, we'll call it as a second career, where, where they decided, I'm going to make this switch and I'm going to go this way. Um, we know the freedoms and we know that the, the things that come with being, be, being a realtor are very um, desirable, like working part time and making a ton of money, right? Isn't that what realtors do? Uh, cool. Crickets? I hear crickets. I <laughs> yeah, have no it, idea what you're talking about. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I think that a lot of times what happens is, oh, somebody wants more control over their schedule and they think they can get it with real estate, not realizing when they get in there and start being successful at it, they're going to work even more than they did before. Right. But was true. that, was that part of the reasoning for you or what was the trigger the catalyst that launched your real estate career? Um, well, I had done television when I did television, I call it my BC years, which is before children basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, I had a friend and my, he's one of my closest friends in life. And Zach Kaplan uh, was the broker and owner of the Remax in the town that I lived. And, um, he came to me and he said, would you like to just work part-time as, as a receptionist? And so then I was doing the receptionist. And then my other very close friend, who's also a fabulous realtor, her name's Shauna Muser. Um, she's Shauna sells sunshine and which is hard to say, I just want you to know, but I love the tag. Um, and, uh, she came to me and we partnered up 
And it was like, okay, go get your license. And the idea of even doing it part-time was very foreign to me. Like, I mean, I've always had a job that was full-time. So the idea of doing something half-assed just wasn't something that I was going to do. So, you know, we went into it full force and it was at the bottom of the economy. It was, you know, and I I mean, talk about me being crazy. Everybody looked at me and said, what are you nuts? You're going into real estate when it's the worst time in the whole world. And I said, well, what's gone up has, will go down and what's gone down will go back up. And I thought, you know, I'll give it a whirl now. And, and at that time frame, I mean, Shauna and I were doing deals that these were like, we were lucky if they were $60,000. And so split between two people on 3%, the banks are negotiating their short sale commissions. I mean, and then we're paying fees, you know, cause you got to pay your love to the, to the Remax or to where, which I, I endorse, I'm not saying anything against it, but you got to pay those fees. So at the end of the day, you're walking away with a commission check for $200. And I went to my tax accountant the first year and I'd been so diligent. I had taken all of my receipts and kept everything. And I remember sitting there and I'm there with my husband and, and he looked looks at me and he goes, what is all this? I said, well, this is for my job. This is what I do now. And he says, this is a hobby. He's like, you're not even making enough to do anything with this. <laughs> like, I don't need this. Right. And then what was funny, I came back a year later and I hadn't saved anything. And he looks at me and he goes, well, what, what happened? And I said, well, I'm working. I told you, this is my real estate. You told me it was a hobby. I didn't need to collect anything. And so, <laughs> and then he was mad at me. So that really is, I mean, you think about it. This is like 2008, right? Where the time. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere around there, yeah. Right at the, where things are really getting tough, you decide to enter real estate. Um, so you had this partner that you were working with, doing a lot of work with together. Mm-hmm. And the two of you stayed together for a little while, kind of working your way up? Yeah, we did. We did stay together for a few years, a few yeah. years. He's still yeah. one of my closest friends. And she is my partner um, with the transition that I made from Spring Hill down to Naples. Um, she's still my partner. She's my referral base. And she's amazing. She's an amazing agent. Something else was happening in 2008 when you joined the real estate world. Now was social media was starting to take off. Um, I'm just guessing you probably were an early adopter. Did you kind of embrace it early on or were you? I did. It was, it was actually kind of funny because uh, I, all these people that I've talked about, I think they're on social media because I made them because they were like, what are you talking about Facebook? And so I had my own personal page and I, I said to my partner, Shauna, um, I said, we have to have a page. And so I am, and it wasn't even a business page. It was just, I made a secondary persona and I made that as our team. And, you know, and that's how we first started was we had a page on Facebook as uh, together. And, and then it slowly started to evolve and it, it was so funny, like the, the evolution of social media and how she and I were at the very beginning of it. And now to look around and, you know, when people say they're not on Facebook, I kind of think that, you know, I look at them like they have some sort of foreign disease. Cause I'm like, what, what do you mean you're not on there? <laughs> like, right. So I know when I got started talking about it with realtors back in that same time frame, someone could tell me, you know, oh, none of my friends are on Facebook and I kind of have to believe them, but, but I right. don't believe them today. No. <laughs> there's no way. There's yeah. there's no way. There's no way that you know you can't. And it was funny. I was just at the Remax conference in Vegas, and Tom Ferry was there. And one of the his things is, you know, so many times he'll say something about Facebook, and people will make the comment back like, "Oh, I don't need Facebook. I don't want to do Facebook." And he's like, nobody cares if you don't want to do it. Everybody's doing it, so nobody cares that you don't want to. That you know, good for you. <laughs> but it's not going to stop others from finding that that's where they get their business. You know, right. So, Right. It's kind of funny. We're going to talk a lot of video here today because (laughs) it is, it is what you do and you do it so well. I want to talk about, first of all, the background in the, uh, in the, in the news industry has to be a massive help for the, 
the technical stuff that trips up 99% of realtors who decide they want to play with video. You're not worried about kind of composition or editing or how to get the sound to sound a little better. All those kinds of things are, I would guess, are pretty much second nature for you. Yes and no. Okay. Um, you have to understand that technology is obviously expanded past what I learned right. when I was in college. I mean, the internet was just coming out, the dial-up, you know, to get onto the internet was just coming about when I was in college. So when I, what I learned to edit was not on digital. I edited to learn on, I think, the technical terms analog, which is your actual, remember the VCR tapes? Yep. yep. So I learned to edit on that. Um, what it has given me a background in is obviously the ability to storytell. I, I can visualize what I want in my story. I can make sure that, you know, in my brain, I have an idea that, okay, I need video of this and I need video of that to be able to put the story together. Um, so yes, definitely it helps in, in that. Um, it does help me being comfortable in front of the cam camera, but physically um, to be able to edit the video, I actually went to Vegas last year for the convention because there were these two phenomenal guys that were doing a boot camp on how learning how to edit videos and just going there and getting the basics of putting together a video has changed everything that I've done in my business. And so I, you know, and that's what I'm saying is you, you're never too old to learn a new trick. And, you know, for these people, they're like, oh, I don't have the time to learn that. You don't have to be, you know, just high end to the point that like, oh, it looks like you've done a commercial because a lot of people don't want to see the commercial. If they want to see the commercial, they're going to turn on the news channel and they're going to see the guy that's paid, you know, a trillion bucks to be on that airspace. They want to see you natural. They want to see you. What is, what is your life like? You know, oh, is that your kid running by in the background? Because I have one of those that runs by in the background you know and and it's just it's a part of who you are and you know I think the biggest struggle for realtors is that we are such control freaks and we want everything to look perfect and we don't want to look like we're idiots and so we do not like to take out that camera and shoot and like oh my gosh something might go wrong and you have to get over that you have to get over yourself and your ego and you have to break out the phone and you got to flip that camera around and you just got to shoot a video and the more you do it and, it, and like I said it doesn't have to be on you show 10, 20, 30 seconds of a snapshot of your life. You're in St. Pete. You had the Grand Prix over the weekend. You show 30 seconds of that, right? And it's a snapshot of what your life is like, yeah. you know, and, and what living in St. Pete is like and the, the adventures of St. Petersburg. And suddenly now you have content and you can grow that content into a blog post. You can grow that into a Snapchat audience. You can, I mean, there's so much possibilities and, it, and people get so wrapped up with the idea that their video has to be perfect and that they have to edit it down that they don't do it because they're so scared. And it's, you know, I teach my girlfriends, you know, that are other real estate agents and mortgage brokers. I just take out the damn phone and shoot something, you know, I'm like, it's not that hard. And you can use that content for other things. You, you'll be surprised, you know, people will gravitate towards you when, when you do it. I think that uh, I've probably, in my role with Fidelity National Title, I talk to realtors and talk to them about tools like video and explain exactly what you said. In fact, I'll be playing that part of the podcast for people now in front of <laughs> people because that's exactly the answer. You just have to get started. You just got to try. Being authentic is good. High production value, very overrated at this point, unless it's a $3 million listing. And yeah, you're going to do something different. Uh, I'm right? in Naples. It's $60 million. Just it, so it, Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> $60 million listings. You might go a little different, but, yeah. but I think you're right. It's just getting in there. But I want to point out one thing you do extraordinarily well, and, and that is, it's, it's almost, I look at you from, for Naples as a, a citizen journalist, somebody who, if I want to find out what's going on in Naples, 
I can go to your channel and start kind of clicking through the videos and find out what's happening. Not to mention if something new opens up, you're going to be able, you're going to be interviewing the manager of a new grocery store, or you're going to be talking to an employee of a place and getting the background of what's going on. Talk about that. Talk about how that, um, how that came about. And have you honestly found another realtor in the country doing that? Actually, uh, the boot camp that I went to, uh, Michael Thorne is a fabulous Remax agent, and he's in Canada. And what Michael teaches you is to, his his concept. This was before Facebook Live. Thirty videos in thirty days. Get out there and shoot thirty videos in your town, and it will grow your audience. Woo! You know, through the roof. And and so when I came back from Vegas last year, I said, okay, I'm going to do this. And so I started, and it was very difficult to try and to do 30 videos in 30 days. So I just said, I'm going to take out my phone and shoot video period every day, regardless of whether I'm in it or not in it. And I'm just going to start building up my audience. And it was really Instagram and Facebook uh, community page based on Naples. And then Facebook Live rolls out and I'm like, oh, forget this. I, I can do this. You know, I mean, I mean, it was, it's easier for me to do a Facebook Live and it's quicker for me because then I don't have to worry about editing it down as much and spending that time that's precious to us as real estate agents because we, you know, we do have other things to do other than, you know, be fancy in front of the camera all the time. So, you know, we have a lot of other obligations. Um, but Michael taught me how to embrace my community. And that was the thing is that when I moved here from Spring Hill, Brooksville area a year and a half ago, I was one, I've, I went from a place where there was about 400 real estate agents to a place where there's 6,000. And that's a crap load of real estate agents. You literally cannot throw a stick. I can't even throw a stick in my own family, like dinner without hitting another real estate agent. I kid you not. Right. And I mean, it's just phenomenal. A lot of them are what they, you might have considered a part-time agent. They're retirees who have come into this as their second career. And not that there's anything wrong with that, um, but they, they don't, they're not at the same level that I think they could be at if they embraced it full-time. Right. You know, and it's, 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 a, and I think that that's going to slowly start to dissipate um, in the next few years, because if you're not embracing technology and you're not embracing social media and all the different platforms, and you're not getting that house that you're trying to sell out there in front of the audience and where the audience is at, well, you either evolve or you dissolve. And that's what's going to happen, I think, is that they're going to dissolve. So um, my, my point is, though, Michael taught me to go out and start working with the community. And so I did everything on social media. I would reach out to these businesses on Instagram, and I would say, hey, I do a segment called Pinky Nose Naples you know, could I feature your upcoming event? Could I come by and talk to you? And sometimes the first, the first, I would say the first three, four months of me doing Pinky Nose Naples, which were the ta taped ones or what we call canned, canned episodes. Mm -hmm. I would, it was just me. And I would go like, I literally, the very first one I did was Sun in the Fun, Sun and Fun Lagoon. And that's just a water park here in town. And I took the kids, I had a tripod and I did this quick little video and I put it together and I came back. And that was the first one I did here in Naples. And then slowly it started to gather, you know, and so I built up my reputation from the ones where it's just me to the point that these, these owners were comfortable knowing that they, I could interview them. And so then the Facebook lives came about from there. Um, so it's just kind of evolved to the point that now, like, you know, yesterday I'm at the grocery store and I hand the lady my pen at the cashier. I said, Oh, here's my pen, you know? And she looks at, Oh my God, that's you. I watch you on Facebook all the time, you know? And it's, so it has evolved, you know, to that point. And, and now I'm hoping that it'll evolve into business as soon as, you know, these people that have recognized it, they'll go, Oh, Pinky sells houses too. You know, it, it, you have to get to that point, but it, in a world where there's so much noise here, 
here as real estate agents, you know, so many realtors at every turn. I had to do something that really stuck with people. And I really think it's important because we are ambassadors of our town to understand what's going on in our community beyond just what's the average house price. You know, people want to know, where do I go for the dentist? Where do I go? You know, if I want to take the trolley ride, where does the trolley take me? You know, I mean, so you have to know your town. And, and that's the only way that I could see going into this town and being like, okay, I, I have to learn my town from scratch. So that's what I did. I just got on the trolley. I started looking around. I did. Are you getting any uh, love online now from people that are inquiring or looking for things inside Naples and they're finding your content? Has that started happening for you yet? Um, it's, it's a slow growth. So yeah. it's getting there. You know, like I said, there are people that are recognizing me. And, oh, you do Pinky Nose Naples. I can go to a business and I can say, hey, can I interview you? And they'll say, oh, yeah, you have a great reputation. I can't wait to be interviewed with you. Um, and, it, and it's growing in that momentum. People don't just, you know, it's not like a dress that's on sale. You know, houses are a big, huge investment. And I think sometimes as real estate agents, we forget, like, that people aren't going to go out and buy a house tomorrow just because, oh, well, I feel like it. You know, like it's a big decision to make. So, you know, I want them to know me and get comfortable with me and know what my style is. And then when I meet them, they'll be like ready to go with me, you know? So I, I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, in the next year, it's really going to take off. But like I said, like I've been in this since 2008 and I had a good following of business when I was in Brooksville. Um, and it was very difficult to leave that. Um, but you know, I also wanted new challenges. The average price of a home, there's 130,000. The average here is 400. So I, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to up my game a little bit. Yeah. I know that content creation can be tough at times. There's just times when you just don't really, you're not inspired. You can't think of something. What do you do when that happens? Huh? Well, there's a question. Let me think about <laughs> what do I do? Well, I would say, um, I would say that first of all, you have to have people that are your muse you know, um, for me, Gary Vanderchuk is a huge, I, I love listening to him. Mm -hmm. And if I ever feel stuck, like if I, I'll, I go through more of a writer's block than I do than being in front of the camera block. Um, so sometimes what I'll do is I'll just switch from one genre to another. So right now I'm really into a blogging period. So I'm using that extra, I'm forcing myself like, Oh, okay. I've got a blog 15 minutes today. And then that'll like, Oh, okay. So I'm pulling back from Instagram a little bit. So sometimes when your creativity is, you know, scattered too far, you have to like, just take it in and say, okay, I can't be as creative in this forum. So let me focus in on this one and then find somebody that inspires you. I love Gary Vee because he goes across all the different forums. And if you are in a slump, he's going to inspire you in one way or another, whether it's, you know, getting you on Snapchat or getting you an Instagram or going live on Facebook, um, you're, you're going to find, so you have to find that person that inspires you. It might be Oprah. It might be Gary Vee. Who knows? <laughs> For some people it might be Pinky. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so you also uh, contribute to Inman News. Talk about how important that is for you um, as far as kind of, I want to say authority that that brings to you. Uh, I, I think that so many real estate agents don't even know what Inman is, that 
it's disheartening to me because if you want to know what's going on in the real estate world, you need to be connected to some sort of news that's not just locally based. You need to know what's going on around the world in real estate news, you know, and I love Inman because it gives me snapshots of, okay, what, what's business like in Canada? What's business like in Australia? You know, and then it also is very timely. So it's a great honor to me that they think of me as being timely, that my news, my news articles and what I write about are, are something that other agents that are coming, coming into the business can relate to. And I, I don't want to go and read a story about the way you used to do business, you know, 30 years ago where you put it in the newspaper. Great for you. I'm glad that it worked 30 years ago, but it's not going to work now. So, you know, I like that Inman tries to stay on trend and stay on topic. And so for me, it's a great honor to be able to be a contributor who can write on those facets because I think a lot of, a lot of agents do, they get stuck where they're at. And if you're looking, like you said, if you have a block of some kind, whether it be writer or just being a real estate agent, following Inman will help inspire you to try new things. And I think we all should be trying new things. Otherwise there's no point in living. Let me, uh, let me ask you about other networks you play with. Facebook Live, you kill it there. And I know I've, and Snapchat as well. But what, and tell me what else is, uh, what else do you like playing with? Are you, are you on Twitter a little bit? Is Periscope in there? What do you do? I have done them all, I think. <laughs> I, the only one that I have to say I haven't done is Tumblr. I've never understood that one. So I've never, I've never embraced Tumblr. But um, Facebook is, you know, the beginning and the end, I think, of social media. Um, so obviously, that's, that's my hardcore forum. But um, I, I do Twitter. I do tweet. Um, I think that Twitter is awesome for any kind of real estate news or to connect with people in other parts of the country or world for that matter. Um, and then I've done Periscope when it, was first, when it first came out. The hardest part for Periscope for me was uh, the following because the following is, you don't have it, like Facebook, you, your following's already there. Um, and same thing with Instagram, it, it, it just bleeds from one form to the other. Instagram, I absolutely adore, and of course, Snapchat is my baby. Like that, it is such a fun place. It was just, it, I, I can't even say enough about it. I think it's just fun. You just, it gives people insight to who you really are, and it, it's none of the BS. Like half the time, I don't have my makeup on on there, and I'm not scared that I don't, because I have like filters. Like for all those ladies out there that are like, oh my God, I can't go on camera because I don't have any lipstick with me. I'm like, shut up. Just get on Snapchat. They got a filter for that. You know, like you, you can put on a flowers all over your head and nobody's paying attention to anything, but these flowers floating around your head. And it's, it's just amazing. I, so these people that are always worried about what they look like, you, I'm one of them. I'm not going to say I don't, but filters are our friends, lady, ladies, just so you know, filters are our friends. I love it. I love it. Sue, I've had you the half hour I asked for you from oh, you. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you my final question. That I've asked every guest since episode one with Jay Thompson. If, if you could give one piece of advice to an agent just getting started in the business, what would it be? When you're first starting out, the first thing you have to realize is that you are volunteering until you get paid. Um, but most importantly, just because you don't have physical business like a buyer or a listing to sell, that does not mean that you should not be busy getting to know your community and knowing your real estate inventory. I encourage you to go out once a week, and I'm doing this in a new market right now. I go out once a week, 
I find a house that's, you know, vacant. I make the appointment. I look at all of the information that is contained for that community. You know, what is the average price? What is the average of this house? I find five things like to know about this community. Then I go out, I look at the house. It's not just touring it. It's really looking at it. And I come back and I blog about it and I do a video about it and I talk about it and I get it out there so that that way I'm learning about the community at the same, uh, you know, even though I may not have a buyer right now for that property, it doesn't mean that I can't know what that property is for future. So it gives me a base to go back to and look and say, oh, what was it about that community that I liked? Oh, that, that community had, you know, low HOA fees and it had a family environment and, you know, they decorate for Christmas. It's big thing. So, you know, those, that's what I think new agents forget is that they think that they should be sitting in an office waiting for the phone to, to ring. Sometimes you have to go out and get the content and then make the phone ring. So if somebody wants to reach out to you, uh, maybe talk to you about what you're doing with video, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Uh, they can go email me, pinkynosenaples at gmail, and then pinkynosenaples.com. And you can always find me online, pinkynosenaples and all kinds of other things too, I suppose. <laughs> and I highly recommend that. Anybody listening to this, go check out Pinky Stuff. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Keep keep rocking the video. It's it's. I love watching what you're doing. And uh, oh, thanks. And, and I, I appreciate we will connect. It. My next trip down to Fort Myers, I'll call you. We'll connect and we'll have some coffee or something. Yeah, get your pink on. <laughs> I will. Thanks, Pinky. <laughs>